This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, Brady PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. to Bingeworthy, a podcast dedicated to telling you which of these many dozens of streaming shows that are being thrown at you each week and month are worth your time and attention. Hosted by myself, Mike D'Angelo, and today I get to talk to you about the latest sci-fi drama called Silo. It premieres on Apple TV Plus on Friday, May 5th. Based on the popular book series, the show takes place in a post-apocalyptic Earth where the only people left alive live in an underground silo because the Earth has become too toxic for people to live in. The show stars Rebecca Ferguson, David Ayelowo, Rashida Jones, Will Patton, Ian Glenn, Common, Tim Robbins is in there. Joining me to discuss the show is star Rebecca Ferguson, who you may know from the Mission Impossible series, uh, Dune, The Greatest Showman, Dr. Sleep, so much more. She's so great to speak with and talk to about this stuff because you can tell she is a fan of the projects that she picks and Silo is no different. She's even an executive producer on this one. But we also talk about Dune 2 and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning and more. Uh, The show itself, Silo, is what I would call a must watch for a lot of sci-fi fans. Not only is the acting top notch, but the creator, Graham Yost, who also did Justified and uh, Sneaky Pete, and he also executive produced The Americans and Slow Horses, stuff like that. He and his team do a great job of really delving into the world of Silo. Everything feels tangible and lived in. There's a detective mystery at the heart of it that Rebecca Ferguson is more or less saddled with unraveling that really works. The commentary on humanity and civilization works and governments manipulating people through the control of information. That's especially timely. Uh, And it ends on a note that you're definitely going to want to see what happens next if you have not already read the books like me. But before we get to my chat with Rebecca Ferguson, I've got to tell you that Bingeworthy is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network. This includes the Playlist Podcast, the Discourse, the Rogue Ones, Deep Focus, and more. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Follow, like, subscribe, drop us a rating on any of those as we greatly appreciate it. Or just head on over to theplaylist.net for film and TV news, interviews, reviews, and more. Okay, as a reminder to our listeners, Silo premieres on Friday, May 5th on Apple TV+. All right, here's my chat with the wonderful Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca. Hi. Wonderful to speak with you today. Lovely to talk to you too. How are you? I'm doing great. I just finished Silo, so I'm doing very good. Excellent work. Oh, wow. Really? (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I pumped it in over a weekend and let's just start 
you know, at the beginning for you, I love this kind of like immersive sci-fi that kind of like helps you feel the world. I feel like I really know the silo. So I want to know as far as Juliet goes, how did the role come to you? What made you ultimately say yes to it? It came to me, um, Graham sent it, Yost, the uh, showrunner. Mm-hmm. And I read it and I enjoyed the journey. I always look for the arc of character. I always look for how much fun I'll have with the character, what the challenges are, the environment, the people around it, who's producing it. The fact that it was Apple made it very interesting because I find their shows really high quality. I love their shows. They've got a lot of good um, stuff. So many good stuff. I mean, I'm really, I'm very proud of of being a part of, of their family right now. Um, but I didn't love it. I didn't love a couple of episodes. Um, and I was honest, we had a conversation and I told them what it was. And we kind of left it at that. They went their way. And I kept on searching back. I kept on asking my agents, have they cast it? <laughs> like, do they have her yet? And they were like, no. They kept on asking, has she gone? Some like, we kept on searching for each other. Yeah. And then we had another meeting and they had changed the things that I was seeking. And I saw that there was enormous creativeness, like an openness for, for a creative collaboration. And then they offered me the exec role. And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, this true. is your first EP role, right? Yeah. And you've been quick to kind of downplay like, yes, in recent interviews. Yes, I, I got to contribute some ideas. But I'm, I'm curious where those, like even in broad strokes, what were you looking to kind of switch over as an EP? I think for me, I sometimes feel like I lack, we lack, sometimes we often lack control over the narrative and the, the you know, we sign on to something, we sign on to a, a good script and good people. And many times out comes a great film as well, and sometimes not. And I think I am at a stage in my life where I want to enjoy the journey, but I really would like to understand the narrative. I want to understand what the final product is going to be if I'm going to put a lot of effort into it. And it's something shooting a movie for a month, for two months, it's all right. It could be a disaster. It could be equally good. But if I'm going to do a show that might have three, four seasons, yeah. then I really want to be a part of the big table and I want to be a part of controlling cast and head of departments and have a say in the rooms of edit. So it's important. It was very important to me to have the role and I was very happy that they offered it. Yeah, she's such a full role, Juliet. She's, you know, determined and strong and capable, but also like very vulnerable and flawed. And that's like the mark of a great character where you can balance those really well. Mm. So was that all on the page or did you feel the need to like really enhance that part? No, that was really on the page. And I think that was so much on the page and also in the book by Hugh Mm -hmm. that it was one of the things that I was drawn to with her was the catharsis and the brokenness and the trauma that she's gone through. And for me, it was just about how do I make that into a character and display it for the, for the show? You know, it's one thing reading it on paper, but how do I not, how do I find the subtlety? I mean, that's my, my job to do when with the director. Absolutely. And that was, was fun. You know, it's, I studied a lot of trauma. I said that in a lot of interviews I know, but for me, it was the most important thing. How, how do you express the sedative trauma Mm. because that is basically it right someone who's lost a lot of people and pushed it all down and then focused on mechanical work it says a lot of her as a character yeah 
And my understanding, I haven't read the books. I didn't know it was a book series until I was like five episodes in. I'm like, this feels like a book. And I looked into it and I'm like, yep, okay, there's a, there's a book here. My understanding is that they kind of branch off and they start focusing on other characters and then kind of bring everyone together. Do you know, is that the plan going forward is to kind of like make this a, a bigger, larger world? Or what do you, what do you think the plan would be? I think there's always a plan. If there's stories, there will be plans to want to continue it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think at this stage, we're just so happy with what we have created. We need to get it out there. We need people to watch it. We need your reviews to be phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know, some things take a bit of time to catch on. Um, I have faith. I have faith in it. And I also really would like to continue it because it's just the beginning of all the characters. It's just the beginning of, of where it can be taken. Um, it's now, now it starts, you know, yeah. if we do this, let's do it. You know, that's kind of and my way, opinion. Yeah. The way it ends definitely feels like that. Like, yeah. Oh, this is, this is a whole new did thing. Did you actually enjoy it? Like I between you and yeah, me? Yeah, I thought it was you, great. You did. Yeah. I really like, I'm, I'm a sucker for sci-fi that you can feel the world and you can really like smell and taste the silo. And mm, I think that's on. a really can important. Can you see me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is nicer. I'm sitting by a radiator <laughs> in my arms. <laughs> so much more I, personal. I love how how real and lived in the silo feels. How practical was it versus how much was it like we have to just pretend this is green screen and we're going to figure that out? Um, no, 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 no. The sets were enormous. They, it was so impressive for what we could do. I mean, the fact is we're inside, so we don't have natural habitats. We don't have mountains and views and skies so we have to create the feeling of claustrophobia and but yet create the large scale it's such a juxtaposition to create that huge scale but yet create that feeling of being enclosed yeah and they did and and every single room has personalized detail to make that character's location different from others mm-hmm. um and the stairs i mean god huge huge sets annoying annoyingly huge sets that's awesome speaking of of great book series i have to mention dune i'm wearing a dune shirt right now for crying out loud hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Show me. Yeah, right here. So it's just the the basic. Oh my God, love it. Yeah, it was my favorite uh, movie of 2021. I'm so, so excited for Dune 2. I have to ask, you know, how the the shooting experience was for Dune 2, what you can tease. I love Dune as well. Phenomenal. Um, what can I tell you about it? I can tell you that. Did you read the books? Do you know the story? I mean, I have a you a did read it, things here. I, oops, yeah, I can't even see them. <laughs> yeah, it's like my background's like okay. So you know where it ends. You know, there's a. Second, I know the second half of this book you know, is going to get pretty epic. Yeah, it's going to become pretty epic. And I know I've said it before, but for people who enjoyed it, I loved it. I know that the second one is going to be better because of the scope and the scale and the the characters and the grittiness and the um i mean Jacqueline the costume designer i mean Donald Watt the makeup artist's work on this is extraordinary yeah. 
well that you uh, get Patrice, to the set designer it's just it's just it's an it went so well the first one so why stop there right yeah <laughs> and you're welcoming in like austin <laughs> butler and chris walken and florence Lea sedu and, yes. and florence and how was that experience getting getting the phenomenal new in? i mean it's just insane it's so um denny really knows how to cast good people like kind genuine good people mm -hmm. so it makes set life fun exciting um phenomenal scenes i mean I, there's a scene where i won't go into detail but my character is in a um a high up position uh, in power and mm -hmm. in in geographical and there's a moment between uh timothy's character and uh, the emperor played by um uh, Christopher Walken and and I was sitting there just thinking oh my god I'm just watching Christopher Walken right now <laughs> in action it's so absurd you know you just get those moments sometimes even though I'm behind a veil behind a veil but it's just yeah yeah and then you have you know epic on the other side of things you have the mission franchise like what yeah. what the hell is going on in your career it's like <laughs> insane Somehow the next one looks like it's the biggest one yet. What can you say about what that's you got to what, do and all that? That's, that's mission, isn't it? I yeah. mean, it's always, I remember shooting Fallout, the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. And uh, yeah, thank you. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I, don't, I should probably say thank you, but I'm like, I know. <laughs> um, but I remember being there. I remember having dinner with Tom and I remember sitting talking about them not me chris and tom talking about something and i remember just listening in thinking what is this oh they're discussing the possible stunts for the next one like they're constantly ahead we haven't even finished filming and it's like oh my god wouldn't it be incredible if we did this and this and what if we what if we created this and then she does this and they live it you know yeah. every time they outsmarten themselves like it's it's never ending do you feel the need to participate more on the stunt side because of all the stuff that Tom's does? Or are you just like, I'll, I'll do what I do? He, I think, showed me and Wade the world of physical action and stunts and taught me so much. And it keeps you, I mean, if you're good at it, and, and I really enjoyed it. And there are some things I'm good at, some things I'm not equally as good at, but the fact that I'm able to do it and the fact that they believe that I'm able to do it and I get to do it is 80% of the job in a mission film. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If, if you would go in and do a mission film and not do the stunts, if you're a physical character, I mean, sure, I'm not saying the character's not good in itself, but it comes with so much. Yeah. Yeah. So much of what you learn through the character is through the action. So yeah. if it's not you, then you're learning about it through the stunt performer. So yeah, exactly. I, get, I get wanting to have ownership over that. Um, they're giving me one more question. So one thing I've noticed is, you know, across your career here, you kind of have steered clear of a big superhero franchise, you know, over, over whether intentionally or not. Is there any interest there? Or is that one of the things where it's like, Hey, you know, maybe I don't want to be in a big superhero temple and I'll just do the other stuff that interests me. I have not stayed clear from it. Mm -hmm. um, I've had possibilities, but it needs to be, <laughs> number <laughs> one, 
for me, it needs to be a really fucking cool character. Yeah. She needs to be a standalone character who isn't an entity of someone else's power. Um, because it's not fun. Yeah. If you're going to do it. And uh, because there are a lot of fantastic actors out there, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I haven't been searching. It hasn't been my go grab. Um, it's, it's always, always a, it's always a puzzle, isn't it? When does mm-hmm. it suit? Is it the right character? Does the offer come? Um, et cetera, et cetera. I never say no. A lot of people say to me, you're becoming the sci-fi queen. And I think I'm not searching the bloody sci-fi. I think I like the characters. They're, the, it's endless. Absolutely. The imagination is endless. It's fun. I like the physicality of it. I like staying in shape. I like having fun. I'd love to do an indie. Hard to get indies. They're very mm. difficult to get. So you have to write them, create them. It's it's tricky. It's a, but also these characters yeah. are the ones we get to invest with in on TV and in, in, in silo and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I bring it to them. You yes. know? Well, that's my plan anyway. That's why I try. Yeah. Okay, I will just say for our listeners, Silo premieres on Apple TV Plus on Friday, May 5th. Rebecca is outstanding in it. Rebecca, thank you so much. I can't wait for Mission. I can't wait for Dune 2. I can't wait for season two of this. It's going to happen. I'm saying it now. Oh, good. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I'm hoping. And I'll speak to you soon again. Sounds good. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Mysteries, they're best left unsolved.